This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. There was rumors going around that they were going to kill us and there was going to be a bomb in our house and they was going to blow it up and all kind of stories start coming out. Now I got to defend my dad in school when everybody else is saying, you know, your dad did that. They're saying, man, your dad robbed those people, man. They're going to kill y'all ass. They're going to kill y'all. They go to New Orleans, they're dead. Go to Miami, they're dead. Go to Birmingham, they're dead. So we're trying to figure out where the hell we can find them. All the jewelry and stuff that was taken, it wasn't going to be long before it come up. Somebody, something was going to surface somewhere. Later he was found shot in the head, and a woman was found with two knives stuck in the neck of both sides. I got a call about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. The guy said, Lieutenant Hudson, yeah, boy, your boy just got killed, killed, killed. From iHeartRadio and Doghouse Pictures, this is Fight Night. I'm Jeff Keating. Chicken Man was in New York getting assurances from Frank Moten and other high-level gangsters that he and his family were safe. But he had to get back to Atlanta to reassure them, because the newspapers were telling a different story altogether. Around that same time, Hudson and Amos had received a tip about an apartment used by the robbers before and after the heist. The detectives got a search warrant and investigated the premises. Here's J.D. with me in 2002 as he recalls the details. where they had assembled. And I think the Ricky Brown, whoever they called, told them where the apartment was. Because we went to the apartment that night within a couple of days. Okay. And you see how we're sitting now? Cigarette lighter, the cigar, smoking yeah. the cigarette. Yeah. Your books. All of a sudden, like, like, like we were to disappear. The very thing as it is. Like we just disappeared. Wait a second. When you guys got there, it looked like that? Yeah. Was there still a cigarette burning? No, no. Oh, okay. There were folded diapers and unfolded diapers. Diapers? Like baby diapers? Baby diapers. Okay. On the bed. 
right. That was, uh, and on the kitchen table, that was Kentucky Fried Chicken in place, partially eaten. Okay. Drinks, partially drinks. A pie, a slice of the pie where somebody eating one piece off. Matter of fact, we here in the halls, field full and driver's license left on the table. They just left. Which tells me that when the hustlers came down Jackson Parkway and tried to get in the parkway, they looked out the window and saw them and got in their car and took off. Okay. Okay, so you think that all that stuff that you were just describing was left from that night, the night of the robbery? Oh, yeah. That's How weird, Mr. Hudson. That's like they just disappeared. They saw it and then... I figured... I said, hell, if those guys had known how to get into the apartment, they would have killed them. Right. But they went down the wrong street. J.D. told me that the robbers had a lookout on the walkway outside of the stash apartment. He would have seen any cars turning from Hightower Road into the parking lot directly below them. Once the lookout spotted the gangsters, the robbers quickly grabbed the loot and ran down the back staircase to their getaway cars and sped away on Jackson Parkway. Imagine the panic and chaos of that scene. Those guys saw me took off. And they went on driving a, a red, uh, at least one of the cars was a red convertible Pontiac. Right. With a black top. And they took off with the money. And never showed up again. Right. right. At the apartment... Hudson found James Henry Hall's driver's license and bedsheets that matched pillowcases which were found at the crime scene at Handy Drive. These pillowcases were discovered in the duffel bag recovered by the police and were used to collect and haul the cash and jewelry stolen from the partygoers. Here's more about the investigation from J.D. Let me get back to this thing. You've talked to, you've made Houston him. Hammond, Houston Hammond. Houston Hammond, I'm sorry. You've, you've talked to this guy, he's been poor guy, has spilled his guts and, and has begged you to keep him in prison, to keep him alive. The apartment has obviously been left, everything just sitting there. Because they ran out and should have I got panicked. They were running for their lives. Running for their lives. And now you're on the news trying to convince, basically, the nation and the city, the chicken man wasn't responsible for this, to keep him alive, even though the Atlanta police and the FBI are saying that he did it and was responsible. See, I would not ever talk to the FBI because uh, I knew they were going to try to take credit for anything we did. And they started this stuff about some guy they called the boy, some guys in Jacksonville who was supposed to have uh, committed the robbery. And uh, then there were some guys out of Birmingham FBI can't with. They gave me the pictures and everything. These are the guys. We got good information that they committed the robbery. I said, bullshit. It seemed like they were trying to convince us that they had some information out of Baltimore. Somebody out of Baltimore could do I said, bullshit. Anytime there's a high-profile case in this country, FBI runs by and hollers at you, sit around and, and listen, watch you work, and try to get in on your interviews. Then he runs back to his office right, and write up a report about what he's done. And when you lock up somebody, then he writes his report about who he caught. Okay? They're paper shufflers. You know, and uh, most police don't have anything to do with them because uh, they sit around and they, they, they steal your, your cases. So the high-profile cases attracted them, and they came with all these theories. You know, they're profilers, 
and all these lab experts, all these experts they have, all is a game they play to get those federal dollars, but they don't, they ain't on it because they just want the publicity. J.D. did not have fond memories of working with the FBI. In fact, he didn't seem to respect them either. Even though they were all over this case, J.D. kept the details of the investigation close to the vest. He and Joe Amos continued to pursue all leads, waiting for a break in the case. Nothing happened for a while. And Emerson Dorsey got killed. Remember Emerson Dorsey? He was born in Atlanta and moved to New York City about a decade before the robbery. He became a drug dealer and a stick-up man, and he was driven out of New York by a combination of pressure from Shirley Chisholm, the New York State representative, and the black mafia he had somehow pissed off. J.D. believed that Emerson put together the crew who pulled off the heist as a means for getting back at New York's black mafia. But in the end, they got to him. He was killed in his home. And they were investigating, and so I was interested. So I called out and talked to the investigator the next couple of times. And his sister said she was talking to him on the telephone. And someone knocked on the door. And he said, hold it a minute, baby. Somebody's on the door. Laid the phone down. Went to the door, and he opened it and said, Come in, man. I'm glad to see you. I haven't seen you for a while. Come on in. And uh, Victor Vaughn told us, Shake up a friend of mine is here. I'll talk to you later. Well, later he was found shot in the head. And a woman was found cut. She was cut across her breast, across her stomach. Knife stabs, two knives stuck in the neck on both sides. She was dead. Which tells me that they Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Here are some of the specifics from an Atlanta Constitution article on March 5th, 1971. Dorsey had been shot in the back of the head and above the right eye. He had also been slashed across the face with a knife. His girlfriend was Rachel Worthy. She was found with four butcher knives buried in her body, one between the shoulder blades, one in the neck, and two in her chest. When relatives called about the bodies after stopping at the house, police noted that they'd been dead for some time. Police also said that Dorsey's 1965 Cadillac was missing. Here's what J.D. thought. So I surmise that the innocent was forced to tell somebody. And when he told, they killed him. And then turned to that, so I think they had to later, Baby Humphreys killed. Who, who, who Baby Ray Humphreys was killed? Baby Ray Humphrey was one of the robbers we told you about from the last episode. We believe he was working under Fast Eddie Parker's command. But J.D. thinks it was Emerson Dorsey who recruited him at Wesley Merritt's pool hall along with another hustler named Charles Lee. This was his response when I asked him where Baby Ray Humphrey and Charles Lee were killed. In Atlanta somewhere. And how? Shot? Shot. Okay. And had a $35,000 trunk of his car. Gotcha. And Charles Lee was killed. Nobody knows what happened. Okay over somewhere around the stadium. This is from the Atlanta Constitution, March 30th, 1971, about three weeks after Emerson Dorsey was killed. Baby Ray Humphrey 
had been shot in the left temple, execution style, and had been dead for several days when police entered his apartment. Baby Ray had a six-page arrest record, including recent narcotics charges. In addition to the $35,000 JD mentioned, about $200,000 worth of heroin was also found stashed in a motorcycle in his apartment. We've been unable to find much information about Charles Lee's murder, and when I spoke to JD again, I learned why. I know about it, but you know, it, it, it was right. killing black killers that time. Nobody right. gave a damn. Nobody gave a damn about black killings. A powerful statement that still resonates in today's society. Baby Ray Humphrey had $35,000 cash and $200,000 in heroin, and his killers didn't even look for it. Charles Lee was killed, and no one seemed to notice. Least of all the newspapers. We can't find anything about his murder. Bookie Brown was dead. We think Lillian Dabney was killed with him. So the robbers still on the run were James Henry Hall, McKinley Rogers, and Fast Eddie Parker. We assumed they were on their way to New York to connect with Richard Wheeler and split the take. Here's Chicken Man and JD discussing the huge obstacle they would face to fence the jewelry they had stolen. All the jewelry and stuff that was taken, it wasn't going to be long before it come up. Somebody, some was going to surface somewhere uh, that would indicate somebody had something to do with because it took some rings and watches and women's jewelry that would <laughs> cost a lot of money. So now what pawnbroker will run the risk of giving somebody some money on some jewelry and the guy who's the owner of the jewelry comes to that pawn shop, gonna pay him for the jewelry? Yeah. He's gonna take his goddamn jewelry. Yeah, no, no. You know? Send his boys there to take his goddamn jewelry. Yeah, they take his life if he didn't like it. If he didn't like it. Oh. The, stuff, the stuff was too hot for anybody to take. It was too hot. And they couldn't do anything with the stuff, okay? Baby, that's what they that's, couldn't. That's one of the things that relaxed me. J.D. knew it was useless looking at pawn shops for the stolen jewelry. No pawnbroker would touch loot that hot. There's an article in which I was quoted, press conference, I told them that they better come and find me and give themselves up or they're going to die. J.D. searched for the robbers while the black mafia did the same. He wanted them alive and in jail. But these gangsters, like Frank Moten, wanted them dead. It wasn't about the money. It was about retribution. Here's J.D. in 2002, sharing details about where they went after they hightailed it out of Atlanta. Okay, now let me tell you what happened there. Okay. I said they better not go to New York City, they're dead. Okay. They go to New Orleans, they're dead. Miami. They go to Miami, they're dead. Okay. Go to Birmingham, they're dead. So we're trying to figure out where the hell we can find them. And so we had decided that we were going to go to Jekyll Island. And she said, I said, if I was them, I'd go to Jekyll Island and hide for a while. Would you believe that they did go to, not Jekyll Island, but to, they went to... Uh, St. Simon? No, no. They Cumberland? Went, no, no. They went to uh, Brunswick, Georgia. Brunswick. I know Brunswick is. That's right near there. Yeah. A business owner in Brunswick apparently became suspicious when McKinley Rogers and other members in his crew 
spent wads of cash in his shop, so he called the cops. Local police found out that McKinley Rogers and James Henry Hall used to be classmates in Brunswick. And when they heard about the robbery in Atlanta, they called J.D.'s department. Joe and I uh, had started to go to Jekyll Island to look for him. Because if they're smart, they went somewhere like Jekyll Island or someplace, go hide out for a while. And the truth matters is they did. They went to Brunswick, Georgia, because that's near where some of the guys who were involved in the robbery lived, grew up. I mean, and I was sitting in the office one day, and this guy called a corporal from the Brunswick Police Department, called and said that he read about their robbery in Atlanta newspaper, and that there were about 10 people at the Holiday Inn who stayed there for about a week or longer, and they wouldn't come out. We're not sure who else joined McKinley Rogers, James Henry Hall, and Fast Eddie Parker when they left Atlanta, but we do know they were conspicuous when they wouldn't allow the cleaning crew to enter any of their rooms at the hotel in Brunswick. They made it, I think it's said eight rooms for five, it was about eight rooms, I believe it's Okay. And all the men, and they went out on a buying spree, they bought up almost everything in Brunswick, clothes, everything. Okay. And that's when they ordered that food, the service had to set the food at the door and leave, and they reached out and get it. Okay. It wouldn't come out. But when they came out, they bought up all the Brunswick and they left town. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. After McKinley Rogers and his crew aroused suspicion in Brunswick, Georgia, they decided to move on to a different city. According to the Brunswick newspaper, two cops pulled them over on their way out of town and got their identification, but for some reason, they let them go. J.D. and Joe Amos were about to head to Brunswick but they got a call from the local police who informed them that the robbers were gone and it would be a wasted trip. They said they went north on 17 in a couple of cars, one of which was the red front act with the black top. Wait, one of which was the what? Was the red front act with the black top. Who drove that? I guess it was McKinley Rogers. Right. In the meantime, I understand that Henry Hall bought his mother a car and McKinley Rogers bought his mother a house in one of Robin George. It was a race to see who was going to get him first, first, and the got him first. The red Pontiac with the black top is the same one J.D. described leaving the stash house, and one witness said they saw the same car at the robbery scene on Handy Drive. After the robbers left Brunswick, it was a few months before they were seen again. Here's J.D. And uh, nobody dreamed these fools will go to New York. But they did. And that's when I said they're dead. If they go to New York, they're dead. Because they brought the black mafia and the black mafia come kill them. I got a call about three or four o'clock in the morning. Guy said, Lieutenant Hudson? Yeah. Four of your boys just got killed in Brooklyn. JD talked me through the details of how McKinley Rogers and James Henry Hall were killed. He found out there was a third man in the car named David Phillips. We have no information about him, except he was from Brunswick, Georgia as well. We don't know if he was involved in the robbery or just picked up at some point. We also don't know how, when, or where these guys split from Fast Eddie Parker. Here I am with J.D., Damn food, sitting around New York, living it up, and drove in front of Evan Banner's place, quickest place, 
We had a liquor store and a record shop. Okay. And uh, stopped in front of the show that I understand was pow, 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 pow. So they go in front of this liquor store in New York. Is it in Harlem? No, it's, it's, it's Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. I got it now. Yeah. So they drive in, bam, bam, bam. They're all shot dead. They shot dead because they go into this hustle phase. They think that's right. right. But they're shot dead. Yeah. And they put up in front of the wrong place. Right. And they're shot dead. Yeah. And so then this is why. Which tells me that these guys knew when the hell they were. In retrospect, it looks like the robbers were partying and spending loads of cash in the establishments of the gangsters they robbed. And word got out quickly who and where they were. Looking back at my notes, the name JD just mentioned, Evan Bynum, a.k.a. Quickie, was the same name from an earlier portion of my interview when JD asked me to turn off the tape recorder. He only did that one time. I vaguely remember him telling me that he went to visit Quickie in a fancy hotel suite in Atlanta just after the robbery and that the suite was lined with bodyguards carrying assault rifles. I remember thinking how crazy it was that JD went there alone and didn't seem to care that all these guys were brandishing weapons. He was only interested in information about the robbery. In any case, it seems like Quickie was one powerful gangster. JD called the NYPD when he learned about who was murdered in Brooklyn. So I called the precinct, they didn't know anything about it. So they sent a sergeant down here to talk to me to find out how I knew about the murder before they knew it. You know, none of their business. You know, I would talk to a New York cop anyway. He had some New York cops who were bigger drug dealers than any of the drug dealers in the streets, okay? It's a strange world. You don't know who you're talking to when you talk to the cop. This is a recurring character trait J.D. exhibits over the years of talking to him. He's passionately sure of himself and very suspicious of everyone else. He surmises that the NYPD wanted to talk to him about the murders because one of their own had been at the heist. Andrew West, remember, was one of only five people out of a hundred or more to file a report with the Atlanta police after the robbery. That night, West was a bodyguard for one of the hustlers from New York. Many of these gangsters had bodyguards. J.D. filled me in on more details about how the robbers were killed and corrected some of the media's misinformation about this incredible story. It's like at times the journalists just didn't even care about the details. Here I am in 2002, surprised at the facts J.D. has laid out for me. The research my dad has done now, according to him, and let's go to the notes, these guys, McKinley, James, Houston, and maybe one other person, were indicted on six counts of whatever it is by the Fulton County Grand Jury by this attorney, Lewis R. Slate. No. Never happened. No. These guys were never indicted. No. So how did they, how did, where is this? That's what you said. So they were never indicted? No. They were never brought in front of a grand jury or anything? They couldn't be, and they were dead. I thought they better come to me or the husband I'm killing them, and they did. And they did, okay. And so those guys were dead. Okay, now, and, and is that why you told me that there was a funeral for four people in Warner Robins? Because right. they brought the bodies back down right. here. Gotcha. Funeral for four people in Warner Robins, Georgia. 
The newspaper said that Rogers and Hall were indicted along with Houston Hammonds in late November 1970. Rogers and Hall were killed along with Phillips on May 26, 1971, exactly seven months after the robbery. In that time, Hammonds was arrested, charged, and convicted on possession of weapons. Rogers and Hall were running from this indictment without even knowing it. Here's J.D. Hudson as we quickly recap where the last killings took place. So they do the robbery, they head down to Brunswick, they head up seven. We were, we were still actively engaged in the investigation when they were killed. Yes. Okay, so they stopped in front of this liquor store. Tell me the name again of the liquor store or the, or the, play, the gentleman's name. J.D. assumed that the last killings occurred in front of Evan Bynum's place in Brooklyn, which would add to the long list of dead robbers. Bookie Brown, Lillian Dabney, Baby Ray Humphrey, Charles Lee, McKinley Rogers, and James Henry Hall. And since Emerson Dorsey and his down woman had been murdered in Atlanta, in his mind, the case was over. But what about Fast Eddie Parker, Richard Wheeler's enforcer? If gangsters like Evan Bynum and Frank Moten were really that ruthless, and they were, there's no way they would ever stop searching. They would ever stop hunting until everyone that was involved or responsible for the robbery was dead. Fight Night is a joint production from iHeartRadio, Will Packer Media, and Doghouse Pictures in association with Psychopia Pictures. Produced and hosted by Jeff Keating. Executive producers are Will Packer, James Lopez, Kenny Burns, Dan Bush, Lars Jacobson, and Noel Brown. Supervising producer is Taylor Shacoin. Story editors are Noel Brown and Dan Bush. Written by Jeff Keating and Jim Roberts. Edited by Matt Owen. Mixing and sound design by Jeremiah Kulani Prescott. Music written and performed by the Diamond Street Players. Additional music by Ben Lovett. Audio archives courtesy of WSB News, Film, and Videotape Collection. Brown Media Archives, University of Georgia Libraries. Special thanks to Dr. Maurice Hobson and David Davis. Fight Night is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.